Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, and we are back in the Matawan home office for another boring podcast with Paul. Hello. Paul, is this a best of or this is a, a brand new podcast? This is a, I say this every time. This yeah. is a, be, a new best of. A new, it, it's new now in July of 2018. Yeah. It will be a best of at some point down the road. The first week of August. That's <laughs> not this year. Okay. We will keep that up. Uh, a couple things. Our last episode that we did, Paul, was called uh, People and Things That Disappeared. Mm. And many people uh, wrote to me that to say that uh, we had talked about how hoof and mouth disease disappeared. It, yeah, you did. Sp- I didn't even respond. I don't, I'm so done with Twitter. <laughs> You're not responding to the I don't care listeners? Anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I don't even recall us talking about that. Yeah, I guess we did go. A couple people wrote to me okay, saying that we discussed hoof and mouth disease as being disappeared, and then Noah Syndergaard came down with it this week. Now, I'm confused. Did he actually have that disease, or he has a problem with his hand, foot, and his mouth? No, he has the disease. Okay. Hand, foot, and mouth disease. See, I thought that was hoof, foot. Me too. Okay. They said in animals, it's hoof. Okay. Because then animals can transmit it. That's what I was saying. Like, I thought that was a disease. If I remember, like, watching the news years ago, mm-hmm. where, like, people got it in the UK from petting sheep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, like, touching something. Yeah. So that's why they would call it hoof and mouth. And how did this gentleman get it? Around children. Okay. Now, kids carry it, but it's not often that it will transfer to an adult. Hmm. Of course, with the Mets injury, it did transfer. <laughs> right. Transfer right over. A, 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 a pro-level caliber athlete got the disease. That I don't understand. <laughs> I never understand when they go like, um, you know, when when players get the flu. Yeah. I'm like, aren't they at the top of their physical right. game? Yeah. Now, if I met these children, yeah, I'd probably be dead by now. Yeah, you, you would have got yeah. something hoof and mouth disease right. from them. Paul, I have some viewer mail. The first viewer mail, I hope I'm allowed to share this, comes from... Uh, uh, our wrestler friend from the Mean Street Posse. Mm. You familiar with him? Pete Gass. Yeah. Pete Gass writes to me and said, um, Howard Finkel is not doing well. Oh, no. I know he was friendly with you guys. Love the guy. Thought you would want to know. And then I did uh, Google it. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I didn't listen to it, but I read on the Jerry Lawler podcast. Yeah. They were talking that uh, something, they, they weren't very specific, but that he's, he's not doing well. Shout out to Howard Finkel. Yeah, uh, get well soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, now that you say that, I yeah. did recall seeing that on, I have a WWE list Okay. on Twitter. Okay. And I did see people were saying thoughts and prayers and really? things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. He was a fan of this podcast, I believe. Is Paul. that right? Yeah, he did listen mm. when I met him. He was a super nice guy. Okay. Uh, he's a fan of WFAN and then uh, uh-huh. all the different podcasts and things around it. Yeah, I've had I've heard some stories mm-hmm. about uh, what he actually did in the WWE from the Bruce Pritchard podcast that yes. I'm still listening to for some reason. <laughs> I thought you would maybe be uh, up on him from the Bruce Pritchard podcast. Yeah, but I'm all over the place with that. And yeah, I did. I just listened to the Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, how was that one? Pretty good. Did they, they get oh, into yeah. how he uh, broke his face? Yeah, it was a. It seemed like a woman was. Maybe you had said this. I thought it was something to do with like uh, parasail. Yeah, and she was on the parasail and smashed into his face. He was in the boat, cool. or they were up. He they were both parasailing. And no, he was faces. on the ground, and she was going taking off. Oh, okay. And didn't take off, and 
both her knees went to his face. Oh my lord! Yeah, and shattered his face. It was yeah, pretty crazy. He said that one of the I guess they were uh, quoting from his book, uh, and they said that he was you know Hulk Hogan was a big he was there by his side and stuff mm-hmm. like that. <clears throat> and he's like very quickly after the surgery, he was like, "You need to start walking, brother," and was like trying to help him walk around the hospital. And at one point his Brutus, the barber's eye popped out. Oh, right. (laughs) Damn. Hulk Hogan was very calm about it. He goes, brother, we need to get you back to the room. (laughs) Brother, your eyes fall out. So like, uh, you know, initially Brutus, the barber lived with another guy when he was recovering. And then soon after that, he lived with Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan says, uh, I got some good drugs for you to get you recuperating get you training again hgh of course <laughs> right he's like he never felt better after that right yeah and did he ever wrestle again he did really yeah he came back from a shattered face right they used as a, as an angle uh oh really ted dibiase and irs smashed his face but they said uh no one really cared <laughs> like it wasn't didn't play as well as they thought it yeah. would yeah that sucks you break your face for real and the gimmick doesn't work. Try on to television. get sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good, a good podcast. Yeah. All right. I would still have to check that out on one of these episodes. I told you to alert me if they do a magnificent Morocco episode. Okay. I don't think they will. They they have mentioned they they'll they'll mention like a wrestler in passing. Yeah. And they'll say I'm not sure when we'll ever bring him up again. Oh. Yeah. Well, listen, we you and I run out of topics. These guys eventually going to run out That's of wrestlers. Yeah. Paul. Dan Barrick checks in. He's a long time. Boring podcast listener. Dirty Dan Barrick. <laughs> that was his wrestling name. <laughs> yeah. I went to Wawa the other day, and they still sell Bugles. Definitely thought those disappeared. Who's buying Bugles? I thought you were a Bugles guy at one yeah, point. Yeah, I am a Bugles guy. Currently. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Dan Barrick. <laughs> Paul does. That's who's buying They have uh, like a lot of new flavors, like oh, nacho really? cheese and uh, buffalo. They're still in the game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Brian Poulos. Wants to know, how serious are you and Paul about quitting the podcast? Very deadly serious. <laughs> <laughs> Although, it is funny when you talk about struggling to come up with topics. Me and 5,999 <laughs> other people don't want to see that day oh, end. Okay. I actually got a second one of that. Oh, this came from Tim Schram. Al, very concerned. You and Paul both seem so down on the podcast. <laughs> This is how Anthony Bourdain sounded. (laughs) If you decide to stop, could I come by once a week to the Madawan home office and have dinner with you and Paul? (laughs) That would be strange. Right, yeah, very strange. Uh, That's all the viewer mail I have, Paul. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what are we doing for today's boring podcast uh, topic? I I should bring this up. Oh, please do. Things that had disappeared, my my dad wanted to mention. Oh. That you were wrong, that Corvettes was actually where the... Caldor was in Woodbridge. Oh, really? Like where the PC Richard is now? Yes. You? Yeah. So he was like, just want to let you know that Al was uh, what, incorrect. Did he happen to know what was in the Marshalls that I thought was Corvette? That I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He Mr. sent me a long text about it. <laughs> Mr. Paul, can you please can you please uh, let me know what was there? Because I, I thought it was Corvettes. Yeah, I know uh, texting is, you know, not the strong suit. Right. Uh, and he has not an eye. He doesn't have an iPhone. He has a flip phone. Wow. And no, maybe he does have a, a flat screen phone. But uh, it does take him a while to send a text. And he sent a long text. So he was like, 
this passionate after- about it. And probably had to set aside some time. Like, <laughs> you know what? I've got time now. What else is he going to do? Let me text my son about Corvettes. Yeah. Did he spell it correctly with a K? He did. He did? Yeah. Good job. That's attention to detail. <laughs> uh, so today's topic, Paul, what are we going with today? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, taboo subjects. Taboo subjects. Things that are taboo. These are things you wouldn't normally... Uh, bring up in conversation, though you would like to know. Yeah, things that are probably off limits. Topics and conversations off limits. Mm. I always thought, like to me, I probably when I was younger, my draw to Howard Stern was I perceived him as a guy Mm. that would talk about taboo topics. Okay. Like things that you wouldn't normally ask somebody I thought he would ask people. He was not afraid to go there, as he they was, say. Exactly, Paul. And <laughs> would reveal things about himself uh-huh. that you would think would be taboo topics. Right. He would talk about his small penis, mm-hmm. which was sort of a topic that you wouldn't bring up if you had a small penis. Certainly not back then. You wouldn't brag about it. Right. He would ask people about their sex lives and these sort of things. So I feel like I was drawn to him for those reasons. Now, when you listen to, did you listen to uh, Howard around your family? Mostly no. Okay. I would not. Because there would be times I we would put him on in the morning, yeah. getting ready for school, and there would be some uncomfortability yes. Yeah, when he talked about certain things. Now, my mother liked Howard Stern, uh, and she understood the humor and what he was doing. Right. My father did not. Yeah, same with my dad. My mom liked him as well. Yeah. Yeah. But my dad knew I liked him. So mm-hmm. occasionally, and I recall one of the times he was taking me to the airport to go back to Florida where I was living, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, you could put Howard Stern on if you want on the oh, way to the nice. airport. Yeah. And I swear it was about anal sex. <laughs> of it course. Was, and I always thought, like, does it time out always to be an Im- improper topic? Right. Or are we so immune to hearing him talk about these things that, we generally wouldn't even think, oh, he's talking about anal sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Were you hoping to maybe turn your dad into a fan? Like if he was talking yes. about something. Yeah, I always thought, if you could only listen to the news, it's so much fun. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not this masturbation, anal sex, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. I got you. Uh, but it never timed out that way, ever. I got you. Okay. So what do you have, Paul, as one of your things you want to begin with? Well, By the way, Paul, I'm enjoying a beer. I'm on vacation. <laughs> It's five o'clock somewhere. Mm. Well, it actually is. That's what I say. It's legitimately five o'clock yeah. right here. Not uh, a one. I, I was just going to bring up the the four big ones, and I think okay. everything is underneath those. Is so that, you think there's only four categories of taboo topics? I think. Okay. And we can delve into each one and All right. go from there. But I think race, mm-hmm. sex, right. religion, mm-hmm. and politics Okay, are the four big ones that you probably shouldn't talk about right in unknown company is that mm-hmm. the right way sure like you and i could probably talk about three out of four of those or two out of two of those which two would you not put you and i as conversations religion mm-hmm. i know where you stand on it and i don't need to hear it right uh politics probably don't want to talk right Do i we- have that written down here is there's probably uh, no more of an indication that you're a complete bore mm-hmm. if you're talking about politics. Right. Right. Especially in this day and age, yeah. Paul. You know, I, I think sex is probably 
something we can discuss openly. Yeah, I'm not sure that we talk fully about it. Oh, oh really? Maybe. I don't okay. know. I know your views on things. And, right. Yeah. That you do. I probably wouldn't say on this podcast. Right. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Right. So yeah. that's a taboo topic that we might discuss. Right. And I don't even know if we would talk about race either. Right. Yeah. I know you hate all races, so we're... <laughs> right. We know where you stand. Right. In all of that. Yeah. I also had a category that I called financial. Okay. Because I think there's a lot of things in there that maybe are taboo topics also. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That probably does not fall under those four. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very interesting one to me. Okay. Uh, but which one would you like to start off with there that you like? Uh, I mean, we don't have to go far into uh, race, okay. I guess. Uh, but I think even just talking about it here, it's, right. it's a little uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to say anything uh, out of line. Right. That might be perceived as uh, racist. Right. Uh, prejudice. Yes. Right. Especially people might say, well, two white guys talking about this right. subject. Yeah. Just what we what we need more of, two more white guys right. talking. Right. That's uh, so... Uh, <laughs> we don't even have to go there. Oh, you're not even sure. But it is one of those things where if you feel strongly about a race issue, mm-hmm. even then, if someone starts talking about it, it's uncomfortable. For sure. It is a taboo topic. Yeah. You know, if someone starts talking about a particular race mm-hmm. or people from a particular nation or something, you go, hmm, this could be yeah, a problem. Let's not, let's move on to something yeah. else. How was your weekend? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How was that? And hopefully. Now I, I would say your, your work environment is probably what? 99% white males. Um, the, it's a lot of, uh, white males, uh, a lot of women. Um, okay. You wouldn't necessarily, not really on the on-air product for sports, uh-huh. is a lot of men. Yeah. Uh, but in the offices, in like uh, sales and financing and upper management, is a lot of women mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Um, but yes, a lot of uh, white males in uh, broadcast radio, for right. sure. Yeah, no, I, I would say my I work in a very diverse oh, you environment. Did. Yeah. The hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember I, even when I worked in the hospital in like the 90s, very mm-hmm. diverse as well. Right. And I feel like it's, uh, I don't get a sense of a lot of things out like that you see in the news. Mm-hmm. Of, of You've seen everybody get along. I think so for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that as well. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like when people's like, oh, uh, a white male doesn't understand this, that, but I work alongside of a lot of different people. Right. Yeah. You would call that, Paul, fake news with all of this trouble. <laughs> I do a little bit. A little bit of fake yeah. news. Uh, and it, I, I feel like, you know, oh, look, the white man keeps certain groups down. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I am part of the group that is working alongside everybody. There's also, you know, I think maybe mm-hmm. in particular parts of the country, there's more accepting of other races and cultures, and maybe we live. Oh, in, okay. Maybe we live in one of those parts of the country. I gotcha. So the maybe, Northeast, right? Okay, that perhaps. Yeah, perhaps, Paul. I, I was going to say uh, recently, uh, Papa John's. Yes, uh, the Papa. Yeah, he got in trouble for uh, using the N word. He did. Yes. On a, uh, I think it was a corporate call. Yeah, like a conference call. Yeah, which seems uh, stupid. Really dumb. Boy, that guy had the life. 
He's really taking a downturn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just went right in the toilet. Like, there's not too many uh, people that are, are associated, like on a pizza box. Right. In a good way, right? Yeah. Uh, associated with a company in such a way mm-hmm. that he's in commercials. He's yeah. hanging out with Peyton Manning. Spokesperson. Yeah. Probably hang out for the rest of his life and yes. enjoy it. It just, he got involved in the anthem thing. Right. Got involved in the anthem protest with the NFL. NFL, And then now he's doing the N-word thing. Right. Now he's probably persona non grata. Is that the right? Uh, it's a great term. Yeah. Yeah. That guy had the perfect life. Two years ago when we were in Utah, Gina and I, uh, we were at a, uh, a classy bar late at night. There was not many people in there. Mm-hmm. The Papa walked in. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. With, uh, Two gentlemen, and uh, they each had a woman on their arm. Okay. Gina was so excited and wanted to go meet the papa. Yeah. I said, I will. N-. He looked like he wanted to be recognized. Oh, really? I said, do not go over there. Okay. <laughs> but that's what he was. Like, she saw him as that's the guy from the commercials. Yeah. I see him a on celebrity. TV. A yeah. celebrity. Yeah. And he's ruined his life. He's totally ruined his life. Now, he, if you, he walked into a bar that you were at, you were like, I'm going to leave this bar. Yeah. Yeah. You want a quick picture with the papa? I do not. No. That's like getting a picture with OJ to me. Yes. Yeah. Or, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want to be seen on social media yeah. getting a photo with him. Yes. Yeah. Not interested. So that, I just, that's the one example I wanted to bring up. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So we can bring up, uh, do you want to bring up sex? Sure. Okay. Let's bring up sex, Paul. Mm-hmm. What about, um, I used to ask this all the time when I would go out drinking with friends. I was fascinated Uh early on in my life, in my early, late teens, early 20s. I was fascinated with how many people other people had slept with. Okay. I used to ask everybody. Hmm. I wonder where you got that from. (laughs) Howard Stern, of (laughs) course. Yes. Um, But it's the type of thing that most people don't share, I don't think. Yeah, they'd rather think? not divulge that yeah. information. Yeah, like sexual things like that. Number of partners. I'm not asking you to give me a number, but you probably asked your uh, your current beloved how many. Yeah, you know what? I I don't. I think I actually stopped asking that question. Okay. Years ago. Okay. I felt like I asked that question at a time in my life where I had very, very, very few sexual experiences. So you were. Maybe hoping to compare and contrast. What was a mystery to me, how everyone else was getting sex. Right. And I was not. So you think probably people were maybe padding the numbers? Maybe. Yeah. But then I think once I had my own experiences many, many years later, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) then it wasn't as mysterious to me. Okay. So then it wasn't... uh, um, it wasn't as, like like something I was super curious about, like how many people have you slept with? That's a crazy number. That's I got you. So the mystery was uh, yeah, the mystery. taken away from yeah, because I realized even having had experiences, not the greatest thing in the world. Like you do forget it. Like yeah, you know, it was it just wasn't everything I had built it up to be this big mysterious topic. The end all be all. The end all be all per Paul. se. Yeah. Uh, so like you know, I was I brought up to you. Uh, as far as talking about sex at work, yes, things of that nature, uh, I brought up the case uh, where a man discussed the one Seinfeld episode where uh, he couldn't remember the woman's name. So she said, "Oh, it re- it, you'll never forget." It reminds with a female body part, right? So it was like a Mulva, mm-hmm. the Mulva episode, I guess. right? 
So he got fired for discussing that episode at work. To he a, was talking about that episode amongst colleagues? To a female, I guess, specifically. Mm-hmm. A, uh, and he was an executive at Miller Brewing Company. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> he got fired, sued the company for wrongful termination. Really? And he won a lawsuit for $26 million. The guy who discussed <clears throat> the Dolores Clitoris episode mm-hmm. won a lawsuit. Yes. For wrong, you you fired me for... You know, stupid reason I was yeah, exactly. talking about Seinfeld. Right. But then we late we were just researching yeah. what the end result was after appeals and what was it? He uh he got settled, barely anything. Settled out of court for like six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And then had to pay off all his lawyers. Right. Yeah. Ended up with very little. Right. So uh yeah, so I think even discussing something as what we would think as innocuous. Right. Uh was a downfall for this gentleman. Yes, it was. Yeah. So uh a taboo topic for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's also weird to bring up like specifically, you know, what people do sexually in their marriages. Okay. You would never like, ask, ask that. that. Okay. How often? Like, I would like to know, like, these are always things like I would like to ask these questions mm-hmm. just out of curiosity. Right. But you can't. Right. Like, I'd like to know the, the guys I work with. How often do they have relations with their wives? Right. I can't ask that. <laughs> I'd lo- and I'm not sure why I want to know, but I would. Yeah, again, maybe to compare and contrast right. what you're doing. Am I normal? Right. Am I up to par with everyone else? Right. Yeah. Is having sex with your wife or girlfriend seven days a week normal? <laughs> right. Right. Doesn't seem normal to me. Right. Yeah, exactly. But maybe to others. Uh, it, are they always having an orgasm? Right. Yeah. Yeah, these are good questions, Paul, mm-hmm. but taboo topics yeah, for sure. You know, like uh, Howard Stern will bring up that he is, uh, what is he, 65? Yeah, uh, and something. He, he is having sexual relations. It seems like an awful lot to me. Yeah, too much. I think he's bragging and it's not true, right? But, right. That's how it comes off to me. Yeah, but I me don't too. know that. Uh, but I would like to know the truth behind that. Yes. And I would like to know if he's actually having sex with a condom. Like he, he says, says. <laughs> right to a woman he's been married to for many years, yeah, which seems so far fetched in my head. That, yeah, uh, I just can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. But even like the sexual lives of your family members. Okay, would you not be curious about that? Like that's not that type of thing you would talk about with your brothers, is it? Uh, no, I guess not. One yeah. of them, maybe. One of them, maybe. Yeah. You're like, right. I wouldn't ask my sisters. That's so awkward and yeah, that's taboo very, that's, topic. That seems very taboo. Yeah. Yeah. To ask us, you know, siblings about that. Especially you're right. Maybe, females. Right. You're right. Maybe brothers. Mm-hmm. Maybe my two sisters would be able to discuss that amongst themselves. Right. But I could not discuss yeah, that. Yeah. Like, does your husband do this? Or, right. Or are you, yeah, maybe like what, yeah, go for it to advice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, can't bring that up. Taboo right. topic, Paul. Do you remember the the pornographic movie Taboo? I do. Yeah. It was a series back in the, like the eighties, wasn't it? I think so. Like around like uh, uh, Deep Throat, mm-hmm. things of that nature. I think it was a mother and son. Was that right? Yeah, that's very big in the um, porn world these days. But it's not a mother, it, or a, a, it's like a stepson or stepmother situation, yeah. right? Stepsister, right? To always make it 
Yeah, they have to throw that in. <laughs> right. They throw the step part in there. Yeah. She's a very innocent girl with a belly tattoo. Yes. <laughs> oh, the fiery skull on her back right, huh? tattoo. But <laughs> so innocent. <laughs> very innocent and not used to this. Right. You also can't talk about things you specifically did with an ex-partner to mm. your current partner. Yeah, that's a that's a taboo topic. That is taboo. For sure. Unless somebody is so sexually open to discussing things. Right. There are uh, certain people like uh, Jim Norton, mm-hmm. the comedian, yeah. likes to hear about uh, his current relationship, uh, what kind of sex she had with exes and how much better it was with them. <laughs> he likes to hear that? Yeah, I don't, which is <laughs> so foreign to me. I can't even process right. it. I would be very jealous and yeah. If I had heard any past things. Right. Yeah. And right? you would you would not be able to bring up past things you did either. Right. And I would rather not. Yeah. Yeah. Just for my Yeah, it just doesn't no good can come of it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are t- those are topics that are we call off the table. Paul. Yeah, and I feel like if if uh like Jim Norton there's no going back from that. Right. Right? Like yes. if you hear about all these things about how much better they were their ex was in bed Mm -hmm. then that would always haunt me that you were not up to par for for sure yeah yeah all right and i think related to uh to sex is probably uh like when people ask when are you going to have children yes like i think that's a taboo subject yeah to bring up because you don't know what that person might be dealing with right physically correct they might not be able to have a child right right you're just kind of (laughs) hammering that home to that person yeah it's very that's a very strange one to me in general so they'll ask it goes through stages if you they might ask why are you not in a relationship okay what's wrong with you you're not no girlfriend no okay then it's like you have a girlfriend. What's the matter? You, oh, you're not going to get engaged? You guys going to get engaged soon? Right. Then you get engaged. When's the marriage? Right. Then there's a pressure that builds into everything. Yeah. Every certain level. Yes. Then it's, when are you having kids? Mm-hmm. Then you have a kid. When's the, when are you getting he, um, him or her a brother or sister? Right. Like, it's nonstop. But right. the kid one is, like you said, more, in particularly should be off limits because there's so many people that try to have children uh-huh. and can't. And then- you're really questioning, like, what's the problem? Yeah. What's your medical problem? <laughs> Do his what? sperm not swim or are your eggs not dropping correctly? <laughs> Why are you less of a man or less of a woman because you cannot right. have kids? Yes. Or maybe you choose not to have a child. The real strange one is, is when guys ask. I find that very bizarre. Okay. Like, guys will write to Gina on Twitter. Uh-huh. You're not engaged. Al didn't. Oh, I got you. Okay. You're a dude. What do you get lost? Right. What do you care? Right. I could see it if it was a family member. Yes. Maybe a mom asking. If my mom ever tweets that. (laughs) She's too busy blogging about how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. Like maybe the mother saying, you know, I don't want you to get too old that you right might become undesirable. I don't know. Yes. I I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to put myself in that. In my mom's shoes. Not your mom. Oh, a her, mom. Yeah, a, a female's mom. A female's mother's yeah. shoes. That's the only, I mean, I don't care. Right. I mean. Right, I would never imagine to ask a couple, no babies yet? Right. Like, what? Like, if you were like, 
somebody said, Oh, I'm getting pressured to move in with, I'd be like, Oh, why? Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. And may has no bearing on me. If you right. live with someone or don't live with someone or no bearing. Yeah. Uh, Mind your business. Yeah. Uh, I, I think also related to sex might be, uh, getting pregnant before marriage. Ooh. Yes. Uh, that was a, a taboo. Very taboo. Subject back in the day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. It still say. looked at a little strange. Okay. I See, I was thinking less so now. Yes, for sure. Uh, the It may have moved into where teen pregnancy mm-hmm. was a taboo thing. Right. But now there's uh, so many TV shows on MTV, Teen Mom, that it's become very... Fashionable, yeah. Right? It's very fashionable to be a pregnant teen <laughs> with no job. <laughs> yeah, any uh, crystal meth habit. <laughs> yeah, and a loser boyfriend, which right. they all have. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it seems that seems to be becoming more acceptable. Yeah. these days. What about uh, in the the realm of sexual topics? Taboo. Uh, this uh, talking about STDs and things. Mm. Very rare that someone will admit to it. Yeah. Yeah. And yet you'll see one in four people have it, have right. one. Right. And yet we all know lots of people. Uh-huh. I hate when like even porn stars will see them interviewed. I've never got an STD. Bullshit. How? Right. How have you never? Yeah, that's impossible. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but that just seems to be something that's kind of not talked about. For sure. 100%. Right? Yeah. Have you ever have uh, anyone who, who brought it up? That they had one? No, just that, like, to be tested prior to a relationship. Because I don't, even, I'm not even sure how often that happens. Yeah, I was. I think that's. Oh, that's how when you originally got your um, test. Yeah, the Q-tip. Q-tip in my, the hole. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, you were. Yeah, you congratulated me for. For doing that. Yeah. Mm. That's I, right. I was forced to do it. <laughs> you needed to show some paperwork. Exactly. Okay. It was a test. <laughs> that was a tough test. Yeah. Um, but you're right. That is a, definitely a taboo subject. For sure. Uh, taboo admission. That is. Oh, if you admit to having an STD. Yeah. I mean, that's like admitting I'm a dirty uh, person. Uh, uh, I remember uh, the, we probably brought this up before, but I remember like the village voice Mm -hmm. had a personal section. Yes. It would have a whole area where people that were, uh, had herpes. Yes that were herpes positive. I don't know if mm-hmm. that would be the right term. Uh, and I would be like, wow, that's a tough life. Yes. Yeah. Because that one never goes away, they say. Yeah, having flare-ups on your... Yeah. Peachy? Right, on right. your genitalia. Right. Yeah, they even have like uh, dating websites just for herpes people. Oh, is that right? Which is great. I would go there uh, if I had herpes, 100%. Of course, yeah. Because I mean, that's... that's already off the table, that discussion. Right, yeah. The amount of uh, pressure off of you. The relief. The relief when you're dating someone else with herpes and that doesn't have to be discussed and you're not hiding it. Right. Oh, it's got to be tremendous. Right. Because like if you're on a date on like a match.com, you're like, well, I love the outdoors. Right. I love pets. Oh, me too. I have herpes. And, uh, you know, I like. What was that one? Going camping. With the herpes. Oh, you sure? (laughs) Got it. (laughs) We're talking to people right now, Paul, with herpes. Yeah. Putting that are medicine are, on there, right? That that there are you. that it's even a taboo topic for them to be able to discuss mm. with people. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yes, 
Or go on that uh, herpes uh, dating website. Right. 100% I'd be right on that. <laughs> I wonder what they look like if there's attractive people. Like. Oh, I bet. I bet there's tons of attractive people. Because when I was on Match.com and things yeah. of that nature, you know, you would say, let's just say there's a thousand women on it. Mm-hmm. 90% were probably not that great. Right. Yeah. So there's only 10%. I bet it's probably statistically the same. Oh, is that right? 10%. On the herpes website, good looking as well. Okay, interesting. Would you now? You and I used to discuss when we had low self esteem. Mm, still do. Right. Yeah. That if that we would be interested in dating an attractive woman if she had what we perceived or society <laughs> perceived as a strike against her. Okay. That we would call the great equalizer. That's right. Right. So a beautiful woman with an STD, mm. we might consider thinking yeah i would she has to lower her standards to us or she, i would lower i feel like i would have a little i would be higher up than she would be right but STD. right but if she's much better looking than you it evens out. oh i got you, you know okay. what i mean so so she doesn't have her pick of the litter now mm-hmm. she might have to stoop down <laughs> To, to our level. guys like us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I thought, I never thought of it as an S. I thought more of she had visible acne on her face. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying there were okay. different things that we would use as equalizers. Right. You know? but, but the problem is when I would think about a gal that had maybe pimples. Yeah. Uh, that I would try to correct that, thus lose the girl in the process. Right. I met this great guy, Paul. He showed me this new medicine for acne. We're not dating anymore. <laughs> It was like the gift of the Magi. (laughs) You gave her a gift. (laughs) And then it ruined your relationship. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I cut my hair to buy you this typewriter. And And I bought you a comb for your hair. (laughs) Uh, How about uh, religion? That's a very touchy subject. Uh, You know, and and I I think my uh, view on this has, like, let people do what they want. Right. I used to uh, like, wow, Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. What a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Right. Now no. it's like, I don't care. Who You're cares? more accepting of Tom Cruise. Yeah. I know. I hear these reports about, oh, they're, they're uh, troubling reports about things. About right? the religion in general. Yeah. Like how they treat people. But mm-hmm. I think you could say that about, I think, any religion. Right. Unfortunately. Right. But, you know, like, used to ask people, like, how can you believe in that stuff? Right. Right. Meanwhile, it's like, who, who am I? To who the hell are you? Yeah, exactly. Well, who are you? I'm just a guy here with STDs and pimples. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a date. Right. <laughs> yeah, I used to really get upset, like, at people that sort of threw the religion out there, how they were so religious, uh-huh. and yet I knew they were breaking. Right laws mm. religious laws right specifically i would very surreal hum- law <laughs> specifically specifically i would get very caught up in catholics uh-huh. that i knew were having premarital sex and then wouldn't eat meat on fridays right i'd be like well but they were taking these sausage on other days <laughs> right you're breaking that law right you know i i would sometimes and probably still do uh, like to argue <laughs> yeah, that you do oh i do yeah. still <laughs> that's correct right yes uh, but you know it's like uh, that's that's something that people get very uh, they're set in their ways with yes. that and you know what they believe is what they believe in right you're not going to change their mind right it's impossible so it's i think that's a 
something off limits, especially at work. I would never. Oh yeah. No. Right. <laughs> really? Imagine being at work. You're Catholic. I bet you are having sex. <laughs> <laughs> premarital sex on hey, weekends. Like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to happy hour and in, in, at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was a uh, Christmas... Um, uh, like a Christmas party? Yeah. And somebody started talking about religion. I was like, jeez. Let's talk about race relations next. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about Howard Beach? <laughs> <laughs> yes, race relations from the 80s. Yeah, it's uh, not a good... Yeah. Topic. Not a good yeah. one. Uh, well, oh, sorry. Okay. I was saying, what about this one? Um, is it a taboo topic to ask somebody if they've had plastic surgery? Mm. I have that down on my list. You it's do. Probably something you, that is taboo. Like to ask a woman, are those breast implants? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you don't seem to be aging. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The rest of us are out here. Right aged right and you're looking very young yeah and uh when i told you that news you didn't seem surprised you mm-hmm. didn't seem <laughs> no expression on right. your face <laughs> exactly i do do you like that uh, when tmz does good jeans or good docs where they like put a celebrity yeah. up from like the 1980s and show them today looking decent right yeah i look and i you do. but it's like uh yeah i just assume they have something you do yeah you assume most people in hollywood are getting something done right i just saw like uh mission impossible 8 is mm-hmm. coming out or wherever it is uh tom cruise is yeah. in that uh he's on the red carpets uh damn that he looks unbelievable really he had, does not look like he's aged in 20 years right you don't think no he do- i agree yeah. yeah he looks the same right paul would you say good jeans or good dogs yeah, great question Maybe a great religion. <laughs> right. should start right. looking. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Get into that Scientology yeah. situation. But uh, yeah, that, that's definitely like one that I think is off limits. Definitely. Yeah. Right. I don't know how someone would handle that if they, on Friday, they had no breasts. Right. And then they went on vacation and came back with. With breasts. Large breasts. Yeah. That is always one of those things where it's like. <laughs> When you got to do that when you're starting a new job, good, right? Yeah, starting, uh, you know, college or uh-huh. getting your first job out of college, right? Or, yeah, that's a good, that's a good thing. I mean, I'd be afraid to show up with a different haircut right. at work <laughs> for sure. Me right? too, totally. I wanted to dye my hair like a bleach blonde hair, mm-hmm. like just for that. You wanted why, to check the look, why not? Right, I, I'm gonna be, you know, dying at one point, and I'm gonna right. be like, wow. I could have dyed my hair just for the fuck of it. Right. Yeah. But I won't just because I'm afraid of what would happen to me. At work. Yeah. People's comments and mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But if you were starting a new job Monday, maybe today you might. Yeah, or if I was working from home for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a guy that I work with who, it was very obvious he had a wig. Mm-hmm. He wore a wig. Oh, that's a good one. A younger guy. Uh, and so I... Everyone talked about it behind his back. And Is that right? Yeah. The guy uh, said on Friday he had no hair. Right. This is before I started working. <laughs> on Monday when he came in, he had hair. <laughs> and did not discuss it. Did not discuss it. Yeah. And I guess eventually people started having to ask. Like it was right. so obvious that. Yeah. But even. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Because really, even if that guy showed up on Monday with hair that he never had, mm-hmm. it still would be weird for you to bring it up. You're right. Even though he's showing up with a full head of hair. Yeah, but I feel like there's people I work with have no 
they would say they have you no have tooth. hair yeah what's the deal <laughs> what the hell happened to you you have hair now. right yes that's fair even dying might you know like uh, people that dye their hair mm-hmm. would that be inappropriate to ask i would think so yeah yeah okay anything where they're trying to change their appearance but don't want it to seem unnatural mm-hmm. is off limits okay all right off limits paul uh i'll just bring up politics as okay one of the things uh and like i said that's something now especially yes you can't talk about that at work. Right. It would just cause a, a riot, I think. Yes. Yeah. Right, because people are either big Trump supporters or very against Trump. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Very rare you find someone in the middle. Yeah, like, yeah, he's doing a good job on this part, bad job on that. You know. I think he needs to back away from this, but I think he's doing a great job <laughs> no with way. that. It's one or the other. One or the other. Yeah. Now, I see a lot of people that, excuse me, that are uh, on Twitter mm-hmm. that follow, that They'll send me a message. Okay. Like they'll say something. Oh, that was a crappy podcast or something. something I was like, nice. what are they, what else are they doing in their life? So you want to check them out if they're yeah. criticizing you. Right. What are they up to? They are sending direct messages to like the press secretary. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing to me. Like they're so out of touch right. with reality that they think they're going to have a conversation or them yelling at this. It's, it's lunatic behavior. The, like, at the real Donald Trump. Right. Or at Sarah Huckabee. And think she's reading that or he's You're reading. a liar. Right. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the biggest waste of time in my life. Yes. You know, I can't imagine having that much passion about that stuff. To at the president. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are, we can vote. That's our power. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that is is going to happen What. Whether right. we at the president or not. Right. Yeah. You hit up the president or any other political figure on Twitter. Sure. Unless it's a really local. local. Oh, councilman. Right. Yeah. Maybe you live in Belmar. The mayor of Belmar is on Twitter. Right. Maybe you want to hit him up. He might see that. For sure. The president is not going through millions of <laughs> yeah. at mentions every For sure. day. 100%. Yeah. Even though he is on Twitter quite a bit. Right. He's not looking at at mentions. I doubt it. Yeah. For sure. Here's a big one that... Uh, is um I think getting better, but still a taboo topic. Talking about going to therapy, mm-hmm. for right? sure, yeah. Or taking anti-anxiety or anti-depression drugs. Right. There are some people that are very free with that information. Yeah, and it's getting interesting now as more famous people come out and mention it. Uh huh. I thought it was very revealing in that Bruce Springsteen book that he had mentioned. Not only going to therapy, but being on uh, anti-anxiety drugs. Oh, he's fucked up? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no idea. Uh, yeah, I, th- I just, th- I think that's... Yeah, definitely. I think that's good for people who um, are in the same situations where they feel like, oh, even this guy that I look up to maybe, right? who you would think has it all, mm-hmm. why is he need it? Why does he have anxiety? Yeah, why does he find it helpful to talk to a professional yes. person? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've often thought in my own position of, mm-hmm. of what would it be like if I talked to a therapist, but right. I feel like the backlash from my family might be something. From even family members. Yeah, now. I don't know. It might be a stigma attached to that. Right. He he cracked up. He had a nervous break. You know, like, yeah. well, all it's of like a I just go to therapy. I didn't right. have a b- breakdown. Right. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's a still a taboo yeah subject for a lot of people getting better mm-hmm. 
And I think there's different levels now. And so I think <clears> if <throat> you say you go to a therapist mm-hmm. once a week or once a month, whatever it is, it's still looked at weird by some people. For sure. Taking medicine for it is another step. Okay. You know what I mean? Like right. I think there's different steps for people, but I do think it's getting better as we right kind of go along. Yeah. And I mean, there's people like, oh, I'm like uh, very stressed out at work. I took a Xanax or. Right. And they openly admit that. Yes. Or like, oh, I'm going on a plane. I'm going to take two Xanax and a drink of vodka with it. I'm right. Like, so I could pass right out. I'm like, huh, I'd like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But where did you get the Xanax? <laughs> so clearly you went to speak to someone. Right. You didn't go to your regular doctor yeah. to give you a Xanax for the plane. Yeah. How long did that take you to build up that relationship? Right. With the thir- you know, like it can't be. And then to admit it, even in that situation. Uh-huh. So I'm admitting I have Xanax and I take it, but only to fly. Right. So I don't need it in my everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you it, know. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All right. Would you uh, be open to taking any type of, I would you say mind altering? Yeah. Uh, I would be nervous about it because there are so many of them. There are so many different kinds. Mm-hmm. So how do you know which one is right for you? Right. Like there's so many that back when it was like, you know, you have to take Prozac or Xanax or lithium. There was like a handful of things. Uh Now there are just hundreds. Okay. Each with their own side effects and different. I I don't know. It seems. But I think part of the anxiety, if you have anxiety. Yeah. Part of the anxiety is also having anxiety about taking pills. For for sure. Yeah. You would be like, is this, am I. Am I fucked up yes. now? Like, am I still me? Right. Am I my normal? Do I have my normal uh, sense of humor? Right. Do am I still going to be creative? Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting <laughs> that I could barely think of a topic. Right. But <laughs> there are though creative people that I've heard in interviews that talk about this that try to assure people that they had the same worries. Right. Like I've heard different comedians, musicians, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm say that it helped them even focus better, you know, but that, you know, to me, it's a roll in the dice. It's yeah. For me personally, I would feel my anxiety's kicked up just thinking about the medicine to help your regular anxiety. Right. And I, but I think also like probably those people that say, Oh, you, you, it doesn't affect your, you creatively or whatnot. Why would they say anything else? Like, right. You know, like if they're trying to get better, Right. It's probably, it's all that, like the positive thinking and stuff. Positive thinking, right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. What else I got here? Uh, How about when people say, uh, these are probably questions you shouldn't ask. Okay. Questions you shouldn't ask. Yeah. Why are you getting a divorce? (laughs) Yes. That's a taboo. That's a little. uh, You let that person volunteer that if they want. Uh, uh, Maybe another one would be, how much do you weigh? Yeah, that's a big one. To a, to a female, especially. Yes. Yeah. They say that, that it's uh, not okay to ask a woman what she weighs. Mm-hmm. But you, people have no problem asking a man what he weighs. True. Yeah. And uh, you probably definitely should not ask, uh, did you get a divorce because you got fat? Yeah. That's uh, a double. Combine the two. Asking about the divorce right. and referencing uh-huh. weight. Yeah, those are two bad ones. Right. <laughs> Uh, you talk about financial things. Oh yeah. Uh, people shouldn't probably ask how much did you pay for it? Yes. Like you got a, a new car. Right. 
it's none of my business how much you paid for that car. Right. Yeah. How did you, did you finance that? Exactly. That's another one. You how did you afford, cash? how did you afford that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any the finance one's a big one and it's one I'm super curious about with people. Mm-hmm. I wish it were socially acceptable to ask everyone I work with what they make. Or if it's like a uh, NFL player. Yes. Where it's in the papers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only time we see it. Right. I would love to know what everyone makes. Sure. I want to know what Boomer makes. I want to know what Jerry makes. See, I always thought you had a pretty good idea of what they make. I don't think I... For some people I do. I don't think I have a good idea for some other people at work. Okay. Like Jerry, I would have no clue what huh. he makes and you would never broach that subject i think it's taboo yeah i i feel the same exact way i work doing the same thing as my brother right i don't know what he makes yes. as compared to me i would love to know love to know yeah my brother-in-law is a dentist i would love to know what he makes right. i couldn't ballpark it right now really i don't think i could okay so you you used to be my go-to person when it came to oh how much do you think I don't know, Ernie Anastas made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you told me like some far-fetched number. Yeah. And it actually was in the paper the one day. I was like, you were so far. Off. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I know what people make. Yeah. You always say it so confidently. And you're in yeah. the media. Like, like oh. Ernie Anastas, four million a year. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think you had said something like crazy, like 10 million a year. For Ernie Anastas? Yeah. And his salaries in the paper was not 10 million? I don't. Yeah. It was something so far off. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anything money-related, I would love to know about people. Yeah, like what do they have for retirement? Yes. Yeah. And a guy wrote to me on Twitter based on me asking about this topic. And a guy said, and I feel the same way when he wrote to me. I thought, wow, this guy really nailed it. He said, like, what do you have in retirement savings in your 401k? Mm -hmm. He says, when I hear people talk about, he says, "I, I feel like other people are doing so much better than me. Yeah. Yet I know I have my stuff together, and okay. I know a lot of people don't have their stuff together. So I know that I'm. My guess is I'm right there where I should be. Okay. And yet there are times where I feel like I'm way behind. Sure. And yet I see how dumb people are. Right. That they couldn't possibly be saving. Right. It's very confusing. Like that whole four hundred one k thing. I would love to. That's another thing I'd love to ask people at work. What do you got in your 401k? Right, yeah, like it should what be do you put it in? A, a public uh, statement for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what percentage of your salary are you putting away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know just for my own good. Yes. Like, oh, shit, I need to catch up here or, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm putting way too much in. That's why I don't have anything at the <laughs> end of the paycheck, week. Yeah. yeah. I used to, like, there were people I, I'd work with that I'd be like, boy, this guy seems like a real idiot. Right. And he'd be like, oh, I'm not, I don't put anything in my 401k. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Look at this guy. Dope. He goes, oh, I have two uh, properties down in Florida. Right. I have. I'm like, well. He's, Maybe I should have properties. Yeah, he's renting properties, getting right. income. You know, I'm like, damn, I'm the dumb one here. Right. Yeah. Yes. Diversify. <laughs> That's what I hear, right. Paul. Yeah. Got to diversify. <clears throat> I think any of the vices, you know, the the four major vices are oftentimes taboo topics. Okay. Drinking, drugging, gambling, cheating. Okay. Those seem like big ones. Of, For sure. That'd be the type of thing like the person doing those things would have to volunteer that information. Totally. Yeah. I have written down here uh, when someone asked me how much you lost gambling. Like, yeah. None of your business. Yeah. <laughs> none of your damn business. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would think addiction 
you any know, of like, the any of the addictions or or broaching the subject of right. uh, you know trying to stop an addiction right like we've watched uh what was that show intervention oh yeah yeah lots of interventions uh that seems very that seems like a you need a professional there to help you mm-hmm. with an intervention right right yeah i would think so you need an interventionist <laughs> when i watch those shows that guy that's uh the older guy who yeah. does it yeah, okay well, well yeah. right he always looks like he's like has a tic-tac in his mouth <laughs> oh he said he had a halls in his mouth <laughs> yes you're right a bigger right <laughs> okay well, well huh? go well, ahead if you don't want to quit uh, let's just see what grandma has to say <laughs> read your letter <laughs> grandma has a letter for you yeah i always didn't ever like the um the they would always do an intervention you have to read a letter yeah and it always felt like someone was reading i was like just tell me what you feel right if you do not go to to rehab today I will no longer answer your telephone calls. Right. I will no longer support your drug habit. Do you agree to get help that we're so generously giving you today? F you, Grandma. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, let's see what, uh, you know, Uncle Ray has to say. (laughs) I'm not sitting here listening to Uncle Ray. Well, go ahead and walk out the door. But, you know, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was the best of the interventions. Oh, for sure. Yeah, whenever it was someone else, like that old lady. Yes. Oh, like ugh. The white-haired woman. Uh, she had, was she? Uh, browner hair. Oh, okay, yes. The uh, grandmotherly looking. Yeah, type. but I yeah. was like, oh, this person's yeah. not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> right, that other guy was good. He would get right. people in the rehab. <laughs> yeah. But then they would do so much drugs and drink vodka on the plane. Right. I'd be like, what? This is, how Let is me, this legal? Right, 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 right. They'd be like, I'm going to go. You get in that van right there and go to the airport. All right, but I need one more vodka tonic. And they give it like in the van. Like yeah, said, uh, they're drinking a bot. They're drinking like oh, just right. gulping down. Like let me get this all in before right. I go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just died on your watch there, sir. Uh, well, well, you know. Well, <laughs> well, that's what he wanted. <laughs> he takes the stand in the murder case. Yeah. Well. Well. You know. mm-hmm. well, well <laughs> nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Well. Now, when I had tweeted this out about um, <clears throat> taboo topics. Gunnar Esaiason, Boomer's son, mm-hmm. who has a cystic fibrosis. And okay. he also he has a, a podcast uh, for the cystic fibrosis community. Oh, yeah? And he was going oh, yeah? to, <laughs> he asked, he said, oh, this is a great topic for, you know, um, for what we do on our okay. podcast. I'm going to, would you mind if I take this topic? I think it's a great topic. Sure, you guys for are doing. finder's fee. Finder's fee, Gunnar, you owe us. Um, so he was going to do that. But that's a great one, too, because... I would run into that, you know, when we spend time with Gunner. What are things you are is proper to ask somebody about a disease uh, or yeah, what uh, anybody's condition that they have, right? Okay. Any sort of condition, like what is a proper thing that you can talk about that you shouldn't talk about, that sort of thing. So I think that would be um, uh, really for anything. Somebody who has uh cancer somebody who's going through something else like what are what are the topics that are off limits or right. should be talked about yeah like i always think if someone says that the, uh, maybe their parent are sick is or husband is sick or whatever yes um i'm not going to be the one to bring that subject up yeah uh maybe probably talks about it enough right let's just so, like, if a woman at work missed three days of work cause, and she came back, she said, oh, my husband is ill, mm-hmm. you would not say, what does he have? I would say, I'm sorry to hear that. Right. Yeah. And then if she wanted to volunteer right. the information, then you would. 
be a, a lend an ear. Lend an ear and converse from yeah. there. Let okay, her well. take the lead. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> Things happen. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, when someone dies, though. Yes. Like if you say, uh, when someone dies, you want to know what happened exactly. Are so, you allowed to ask that? Though? Especially if it's someone that's, it's for your own benefit. If someone that's around our age, mm-hmm. oh, they just dropped dead. Right. You start pr- trying to pr- <laughs> maybe probe a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, really? What? Hmm. was it did he smoke no nope he drank probably no Mm-mm. family history mm. <laughs> it's just you're trying right like come yeah trying to eliminate yourself from uh getting, exactly uh, having the same problem oh they were in the military okay all right that well, may agent orange yeah, probably or something. what yeah. they're breathing in <laughs> right who knows what went on <clears throat> and if somebody has a uh maybe a disabled child yes it's probably wrong to ask like did you smoke? Did you right. drink when you had it? You know, like yes. trying to uncover the reason they may have. Correct. Right. Yeah, that would be a very taboo right. topic. Uh, I think another uh, question that that might be taboo. Taboo where, topics. Where are we at? With that? 57-ish. Probably. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, when you ask someone. Well, what, Paul, we're not, probably not taping another podcast for another, <laughs> another two month. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I would, uh, you know, take your time with these. Uh, Make it extra long. What's that tattoo mean? Oh, that's People a good get, one. Uh, offended by that, and yet you're putting it on your body, yeah, out there for the world to see. Right, that's a great one. Yeah, huh? That Chewbacca in a dress. What does that mean for you? What does that mean? <laughs> it's like they're like, "Hey, screw you, man." Don't want to talk about it. Right. Then why is it on your body? Yeah, I I, I uh, knew someone that had many tattoos, mm-hmm. and were open to talking about certain ones, but there was certain others that would said, "Oh, that's off limits." <laughs> That's strange. To Very me. weird. Yeah. Because you're putting it on the outside of your body mm-hmm. for those to see. Yeah. They had like 30 something tattoos. Yeah. But like two of them were. And they were showing the yeah. tattoos. Yeah. The ones that were off limits. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Weird. Yes. Someone asked this to me on Twitter. Um, is a taboo topic to ask them what they, what to ask someone what they sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's. <laughs> you don't think that's taboo at work. Well, maybe. Someone's yeah, maybe like, at uh, work. Yeah. These boxes are kind of itching me. Paul, what are you sleeping at night? <laughs> maybe asking like a, a female coworker. That would be what inappropriate. Are you yeah. What yeah. are you sleeping in these days? Uh, is it taboo to ask a person why they were in prison? Yes, it is. Although, if someone reveals that, that's just hanging out there. Like, okay murder <laughs> yeah, what where the, are we at here right, yeah something st- you know is a white collar crime that i don't have to worry about mm-hmm. or was it assault <laughs> right. or you might need to worry they stole your credit card right yeah. yeah oh i've been uh, i stole cr- people's credit cards right. close friends yeah uh, and uh, this is one that that's uh come up on our podcast before yes uh we were doing a a live read for male enhancement pills yes and boner uh, pills if yeah you will. i think that's a taboo subject the do you take a boner pill? Yeah, right. That'd be something that you would uh, only if someone revealed that to you. Right. Would you be able to follow up with? Yeah, I think that's uh, something you probably wouldn't ask someone. Right. Yeah. Like you're at lunch with uh, your your work friends. You're right. Any of you guys on the Viagra? <laughs> Any of you guys have trouble getting a boner? Yeah. Oh no, me neither. <laughs> just. Oh asking. no, I was just curious. I was just curious because they say you know <laughs> see so many of those One commercials. <laughs> yeah. Probably have herpes and have boner pills, but whatever. Uh, if someone uh, 
asked like a, an older mother, mm-hmm. oh, is that your grandkid? Oh. Yeah. That's probably a bad thing to ask. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Very bad thing. Uh, I don't know if you used to listen or read the Ann Landers column. <laughs> Dear Abby, <laughs> yeah. Ann Landers. Her big one for many years was you were never to ask a woman if she were pregnant because mm. she could just be fat. Right. I, I've seen that happen in real life. Yeah. <laughs> you saw someone asking uh, a woman if she was pregnant. I was getting my hair cut and the woman asked, oh, are you, when do you do? She said, no, I, I'm not do. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. What happened immediately after? Was there an apology? Yeah, was, I'm so sorry. And then once she left, they all cracked up about it. They talked Once about the, her back. The, the woman back. who looked pregnant yeah. left. Wow. Yeah. What do you want me to do? She looked fat. You know, she looked. She had like, a pot belly. I guess so. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> I shan't be coming back to this hair salon. <laughs> they asked me if I was pregnant. <laughs> uh, and this would be a bad one. Is uh, oh, is your kid there uh, autistic? Yeah, that's yeah. not good. Right. Never assume. Right. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a uh, that's a taboo, taboo topic. Sorry. That's what I would call that. I think also uh, asking someone, are you gay? Right. Assuming someone's sexuality, that would probably yes. be, especially in these times, I don't know what anybody is anymore. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Right. It's not so, just uh, gay and not gay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of other things. Many different, I don't know if you've ever had to fill out any sort of surveys recently. <laughs> right? There's like male, female. uh uh, bi- some binary, okay. Which I'm not sure what that is. Is that where you identify with both? Maybe. Sexes? Okay. Maybe. I'm not <clears throat> sure. You know, transgender is like a lot of different things. Yes. Got to cover all bases. Right. So do not assume. A lot of this, Pauls, do not assume, but not your business to ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like a combination. But we're also supposed to be accepting and open to right. these things but it helps if you do ask questions doesn't right it? i think if you were genuinely curious yeah and accepting in whatever answer you're gonna get back okay you know right so if you're like oh what religion are you yeah and you said oh i'm jewish oh i hate jews that that, <laughs> that would, would probably be, be incorrect but, right the nice thing to say would be oh interesting oh tell, tell me, me about more your about religion yeah. yeah that would be the proper thing to do right um yeah, I, I think maybe some of these things would help us get over, like, the politics thing. Yes. If we had a civil discussion of why you like this person or you don't like that person. Right. Same with race. Maybe that would help us uh, get over divisions and, like, what are, you, what are you encountering in life? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm encountering similar things in a different way mm. even though we're different races we're encountering similar things <laughs> right we have common ground R- yeah something exactly. like that yeah but i think if we just continue to you know hide our um questions mm-hmm. and, and curiosity right uh maybe things get built up to a point where it becomes less civil and so put more things out in the open, you're saying, Maybe. perhaps. Yeah. When you were a listener, Howard Stern, in the 90s, let's say, mm. did you feel he was open to um, gay lifestyles, different races, even though he joked around those topics? Did you feel that he as an individual was accepting of them? Honestly? Yeah. No. You don't? Uh-uh. 
See, I feel like in some ways that he was and that, and and this would be his claim, I think I've seen in interviews over Mm -hmm. the years, was that he would have all sorts of people on his guests to... um, Bring them into the light. I guess, yeah, and to, to be curious about their lives whether that person was gay mm-hmm. or a different race or was a, a stripper for a living mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, bring in different people who had backgrounds, nothing like his, and ask them questions about their lives out of curiosity and not condemning them. Hmm. I kind of felt that way, even though if you if you go back and listen, he did a lot of, you know, gay characters that were taking all the stereotypes sure. and black characters and Jewish characters, all those things, mm-hmm. and was really uh, grabbing the stereotype of them and blowing it up. But right. I felt like he genuinely liked everybody. Okay. But I could see where people would think he was making fun of them also. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just thinking like Nicole Bass right. was someone different. Uh, he definitely... Killed her, right? Every time she was on, it seemed like. Right, although, he, you know, I think he was genuinely curious about her. Yeah, but... like Female uh, bodybuilder who mm-hmm. they Mayor. used to... But you're right, they would kind of joke that she was a man. Right, oh, yeah. And they made... They didn't make, but asked to see her private parts. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Siobhan was another... Right, very early on. Very early on. They just made fun of her the entire time. Like, I don't know. That's... Uh, but I remember he had Tula, who was a, and this was in Playboy many years ago, mm-hmm. was a transgender playmate. Mm-hmm. So she uh, used to be a man and had the sex change and then was in Playboy. Right. I remember Howard having her in studio and being very curious, but seeming very like, at least was playing that he was very attracted to her. Okay. Even though she used to be a man. Oh, okay. So he was not... You don't think he... It didn't seem like he was attacking her. Okay. I don't know. I could see both ways. Yeah. I, I think with his regulars, he was... I think he was pretty vicious to a lot of those people. Yeah. Uh, used them, chewed them out, chewed right. them up and spit them out. Like a lot of those former people we talked about that never to return. Right. He got what he could out of them. and When they were no longer useful. Right. That's my opinion. See, I feel like in some ways that my, that, hmm, I'm not sure how to say this probably, but I feel like, you know, I listened to Howard Stern for so many years Mm -hmm. from like probably when I was 17 on still to today. And I feel like when he would talk about uh, gay people and different races, that it made me more accepting Okay. But I don't know if I got that from him or if I got that from my family or school or my friends. Like, I don't know or where. Or just life experience. Yeah, meeting. where did I get those 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 thoughts from versus somebody who would be less accepting? Like, okay. what, what were the experiences? I, I Somewhere I attribute Howard Stern's acceptance of it and my listening to that all the time. And even though he had fun with it, I still felt like he was accepting of all those different races Mm -hmm. and genders and those sorts of things. Okay. 
Maybe. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. What? And strippers and porn stars also. Yeah. Which you covered. Right. I don't know if I have anything else on my list. Do you have uh, other items, Paul? I do. Okay. Uh, I was going to bring up pedophilia. In what way is this? <laughs> As a taboo. Oh, taboo topic. You yeah. don't bring that up. Right. Uh, yes, you, that's true. Uh, her recently, there's the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, what is this one? I, I, I know, I see headlines, but I don't know who this guy is, so uh, therefore I didn't read the story. So okay. what is the story with him? He had uh, made some uh, some weird jokes mm-hmm. related to pedophilia Okay. Uh, many years ago, and people dug those up. Right. And kind of, I guess, retweeted them or put them out on social media. Like, like, look what this guy did a few years ago. Yeah, it's weird stuff. I right. guess he's a, a anti-Trump person. Oh, okay. So a pro-Trump person brought these to light. So, uh, yeah. So he got fired by Disney uh, for the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, is movie. that right? Yeah, for these tweets. Okay. Yeah. So people are like, well, could you, should you be condemned for old jokes that you made mm-hmm. yeah it's a very weird topic i think yeah i actually saw maybe i guess this was related to that anthony from opie and anthony was tweeting out a bunch of uh, somebody went to the comedian michael ian black yeah same thing his twitter and he had tons of jokes about pedophilia right which when i was reading them, i was like good lord like yeah yeah, not necessarily jokes. They were just they were terrible. Like I don't know if he was trying to be shocking. shocking yeah, yeah. So, but like, does anything happen to that guy? No, I don't know if he's actively employed by someone that he would get fired from. by. Yeah, but I don't even feel like he's being shunned by anybody. Yeah, he seems to uh, have gotten ahead of it. And yeah, seems to be okay with it. They did the same thing with Pat Oswald and yes. Pat Oswald's brother too. I guess he's a writer that made a lot of weird jokes and the uh co-creator of uh rick and morty mm-hmm. uh deleted his twitter to com- completely yeah uh and they said oh he they discovered a video he did where he did like a dexter parody that oh yeah dexter. with a baby doll or something yeah. yeah very strange very very strange so i mean part of me is like wow that's those are weird things mm-hmm. that yeah they, those those are I don't get the joke there. Right. Uh, but at the same time, how do you feel about people going through old tweets yeah. that you may have just made offhandedly? I mean, some of those things are, I mean, those are, there was quite a collection of tweets this, these people were making about right. pedophilia that's off putting. Yeah, I guess it depends when you're going through old tweets how old someone was at the time of the tweets. Like you had the guy on the Brewers right. who was 17. Not a kid, not an adult, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Making and, racist uh, yeah. tweets. And then these guys who were adults, these comedians. Uh, but he's he's not really a com- James Gunn was not a comedian. Is he a comedian? No, a, yeah, probably seems like not. Seems like a director of... Filmmaker or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the know. Michael Ian Black, the Patton Oswalt. The problem is when you're, when you're a comedian or somebody who goes after other people for things... Mm-hmm then you better have a clean background right? if people start digging. Right. It's like when they find all these preachers who are against uh, cheating right. and all this stuff, mm-hmm. 
And then you look into their background, they're cheating. Right. Or I guess uh, drugs and things like that. And they're, right. they're living a lifestyle they're not projecting on air. Yeah, right. Or they'll, they'll go on their, um, on their religious shows that condemn homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And then they're having a homosexual affair. Right. So, I don't know. There's certain things like old tweets about pedophilia jokes. I, I, I think at any time, old or new, those are terrible things. Yeah. So, it, I don't know how. How are they defending? Like, what's Patton Oswalt say? You say he got out in front of it. I, I don't know Patton Oswalt. I can't. I don't recall what his or this Michael Ian Black. What did he do? He just seemed he. He kind of defended himself against the person that was attacking him. And said, "What do you remember what he said? I guess this uh, guy, I, I think his name is Mike Cer- Cernovich or something. I guess he was accused of rape and settled out of court. So he mm-hmm. brought that all up about this guy. Like, who is this guy to judge me? Right. When he, I, I don't know anything about this guy. Yeah, I'll have to Google this story. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's weird situation because it is weird to dig through people's old tweets. Yeah looking for dirt but it seems like both of these sides are doing it right but the same it's also weird to tweet about pedophilia yes a lot correct yeah so i don't know and then i see like certain actors in the film are defending this guy like they're just jokes and you're the nazi for looking it up and it's like right but wait they're weird things right they were put out in public for people to read yeah uh, and I guess one of the uh, things, again, I'm, uh, this is misinformation probably, but he wrote to a guy that was a filmmaker about a video, and that guy later on was uh, caught for kitty porn stuff, mm-hmm. like having in possession of it. Right. So it's weird that this guy would say, like there was a link to someone that was convicted of it. Right. Right? Yeah, that's a bad, uh, that's a bad look. Yeah. Um that's a taboo topic, Paul. So I think like people are sensitive to things that relate to you. Mm-hmm. So if you were to say, uh, so if you knew someone that was burned in a fire and then I made a, someone getting burnt joke. Yes. Yeah. You would be, oh my God, I take great offense to that. Right. But meanwhile, if I said something about pedophilia, it may not affect you at all. Right. But it affects someone else because it's. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, always strange. That's just what it all comes down to, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, when people get offended by something like that, offended you out of all the stuff we've done, right? Yeah, well, like yes, because that hit home, like you said. People call into a radio show, like yes, that's the final straw. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's the final straw. Right, exactly. The yeah. fire joke I made, because right. you don't realize that was their experience. Exactly. Yeah, I do have a lot more on here. You do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Paul. Let me see what I got here. Hour fifteen. Can't you cut this up? <laughs> Just go through two parter. It's some stuff. No, do a two parter. Do a two parter. Yeah, I can just keep one long episode up for two weeks, maybe three, maybe three weeks. Who knows? <laughs> maybe we'll be back for the new fall season. Right. What other good ones do you have, Paul? Uh, abortion. Oh, that's a classic. It's a very taboo subject. That probably related to politics and religion. Yes. Sexually, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of those there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Abortion. There used to be these the classic arguments that um. Things you would never bring up and things you were never going to change somebody else's mind about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a big one. Right. Gun control was the other one. For right? sure. Yeah. Uh, masturbation. Right. It's probably not something you would talk about at work or right. at, at a Thanksgiving dinner table. Right. right. Very rarely talked about. 
asking your dad, how did you masturbate? Right. Yeah. What do you like to look at? Right. How do you do it? What's your technique? Uh, I know for me, personally, menstruation. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> not interesting. Not something I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like your sister would not talk to you about that. She would not. But she might talk to her other sister about Right. That. Or yeah. one of her girlfriends. Right. You're right. Yeah. I've never talked about periods with my sisters ever yeah. <laughs> never <laughs> never come once up. come up never come up um i don't know if, this, if i'm like i'd be curious do they flush or the things down the toilet mm-hmm. or do you throw them out because they tell you not to flush them even the ones that say flushable right is that a conversation you would have with your i would like to yeah how about or if we're living under the same roof of them i'd have that conversation uh how about body hair on women mm. like when you see a woman with a uh, armpit hair. Yeah, that is uh that's still shocking to me. Even though that's yes. not really a shocking thing, right? It is like, uh, hmm. It takes you aback a little bit. I agree. Yeah, I'm taken aback by it. Uh, I still remember those. You know, we were younger. We were in probably high school when the when the Madonna nude photos uh, came right. out. Yeah, Madonna was a huge pop star at that time. Right, first couple of huge hits, and uh, she was topless with armpit hair. Yeah. That threw me off. It's very, uh, yeah. But I so wanted to see those photos, right? That it almost became somewhat a little accepting. Like, hmm, this is nude Madonna, right? And she has armpit hair. You got to take the good with the bad. Yes, it is right. still nude Madonna. Yeah, I remember getting an Easy Rider magazine. Do you remember that magazine? I uh, no, I do not. It was a motorcycle magazine. Okay, but they had a pictorial in there. Nude pictorials? Sometimes. Really? So you can, I could get away with buying that at the corner store. Right, because maybe you were a motorcycle enthusiast. <laughs> Without them carding me. or Yeah. Like there was a, at the corner store we went to, there was a, a board that covered all the magazines. Okay. So you would see guys have to lift up this giant board <laughs> to, to get, get their, their easy rider. No, they're hustlers and things like oh, that nature. okay. The easy rider was on the shelf. Oh. Yeah. Because the board was blocking the covers. Of the bad magazines, yeah. Those those were like so another section. Got it. Right in front of the register, so they can. But keep the an easy eye. riders with the small pictorials was were next wide to open. Uh, the People magazine. Yeah, yeah. So so I would sometimes you would get a easy rider, and there would be a motorcycle mama <laughs> with <laughs> air armpit hair. And you're like, well, it is boobs. It is boobs, but there is armpit hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet bike, though. <laughs> <laughs> the people at the candy store must have been like, boy, this uh, 12-year-old kid really loves motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Buying this in Mad Magazine. <laughs> uh, uh, another taboo subject, yes. I think, is uh, wearing fur. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. I think that's... Uh, that is very taboo. Right. Like if you said... If I came in here with a fur coat, yeah, and I said, "Oh, this is a chinchilla," you would be—I think you would be upset about that. I would. Yeah, I'm like, really? Where'd you get that? <laughs> How did you afford that? <laughs> <laughs> what are your finances? Did you pay cash for that coat? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. Leather is seen differently for some reason. I guess because we eat cows, right? So we think, you know, we're eating the cows anyway. May as well also take their skin from them. Yeah, you or like, uh, we're at least we're not wasting it. Yeah, yeah we're or not. a chinchilla or a mink. No one's eating that. Right. Although they, I hear they are tasty. Oh, tasty, a chinchilla right. or mink. Mm, delicious. Yeah, uh, it's it's a very, um, what it's a hypocrisy almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
say, well, we're going to eat this cow. Like we right. could raise mink. Right. And just <laughs> make a very nice coat. Right. Because it takes a lot of like chinchillas to make one coat. Right. They're skinning chinchillas. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, when I talked about uh, if something, being sensitive to things that relate to you or yeah. your family, I also think if something happens to a player on your favorite team, mm-hmm. you're more likely to forgive. How so? So like those, that Brewers player. Yes. People that follow the Milwaukee Brewers are probably very accepting of. Right. Like they gave him a standing ovation when he came out. Very strange. Yes. Right. So like uh, Barry Bonds. Mm -hmm. He seemed to be hated everywhere except for San Francisco. right? Right. Yeah. So I think allegations and taboo things that people do. Yeah. They might beat their wife, but they're. They're still winning for us. They're you know? hitting home runs for my team. <laughs> right. Let's make sure we get the whole picture. Uh, how about taboo things you... I don't know. Forget this. Okay, any actions that you consider taboo? Taboo actions. Give you a couple of examples. Okay. I think farting yes. is a taboo action. Taboo action. Right. We all do it. It's not really discussed unless you're... You wouldn't do it at work. You would not do it at work. Right. right. Burping. Burping, another one. Nose picking. That's a huge one. Yeah. No one will admit to picking their nose. No, no one. Yeah. Like people will admit to, do you fart? Yeah, when I'm home by myself, you know. If <laughs> On I'm in a the Saturday bathroom. night. <laughs> <laughs> I light a few candles. But you could not, I bet, find people that would openly admit to picking their nose even alone at home in the bathroom. Right. Well, I use a tissue. No, you don't. <laughs> I have a nose picking room. <laughs> I live in a four-bedroom home. It also has a nose-picking room. <laughs> the realtor on House Hunters. And we have here a nose-picking room. <laughs> We've converted the small office to a nose-picking room. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people won't admit it. For sure. Weird. Yeah. I, I've recently been like making up some life, life mottos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For yourself. I was talking to my brother okay. about work and stuff like yeah. that. If you dig too deep, right, you're, you'll get a nosebleed. Right, it's like a bad life advice. I don't yes, know, just be careful, right? Right, where you're, how far? Yeah, it doesn't relate to really <laughs> anything, right? But just good advice, <laughs> right, for nose picking for yeah. sure. I also think uh, an action that should be considered taboo. I've done this, okay, but I don't like it. I see a lot of people doing, it, especially in New York, is spitting in public. Oh yeah, I think that should be a taboo. Yeah, action. Yeah, we do not look at that as taboo. No, it's almost uh, welcome. <laughs> Please spit on our sidewalks. <laughs> spit on me. And yet, the snot rocket, where you blow the snot out one nostril while holding the other nostril in, that is taboo. I don't think where that's. They go. <laughs> yeah, if you watch uh, soccer like I do, every game you can see like. A... Oh yeah, the players do it even in football. You'll right. see it. Pretty gross. Yeah. They always do it on the field, right? Where they have their face laying. Yeah, I <laughs> always like, dude, you're spitting and you're blowing snot out, and then you're laying your face on that field. Right, you get hand to mouth disease that way. For sure. I, yeah, I don't know how half these guys don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I guess that's it. All right. Longest a, podcast ever. An hour twenty-four, Paul. Hmm. That's a good one. People, these are supposed to be 45 minutes, so that's really two episodes. <laughs> du- you know how like when Entertainment Weekly constantly sends out double issues? Yeah. This is a double podcast. 
So I may even call it, I may even like in the description go, in this special double podcast. Ooh, I like that. Summer double issue. <laughs> Summer double issue. Taboo topics. Do not listen to this all in one sitting. Right. Break take your time up. with this. Slow this one down. Yeah. Take your time. Like you take a nice scotch and you. Yeah. You savor it. You don't slam it. Right. Sip it. Yeah. This is to be sipped. Enjoyed. Although we probably should have done this at the beginning, because if you're already at this point, you've heard the whole thing. <laughs> I just blasted through this at half speed. Right. I yeah. thought we were going to do one next week. <laughs> All right. That's the Taboo Topics uh, podcast. Soup. You have to do bye or bye. bye.